you are divine. Hello, my beautiful authentic seekers, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. I'm so excited about this episode because it's kind of, it's not a continuum from episode 131 two weeks ago, but it's an episode that is like meant to, I I guess like episode 131 was like the spiritual stuff, the deep work, the mental work. And this is all going to be like all the other shit, because I feel like when we take ourselves into like a wholeness state, it's mind, body, soul, right? It's all of it. It's the everything. And I really wanted, like, at first I was like, no, Chloe, just make the complete like spring guide. And then I was like, nah, we gotta, we gotta hit him with the spiritual mental first, and then we'll come back and do the fun shit. So episode 131 was the hard shit. This is the fun shit. So what I mean by that is if you missed that episode, don't worry. This one is a standalone as well. You don't have to have listened to both. But this episode is meant to be more fun, and we're just going to talk about spring self-care. And I like to go with, like, that girl spring self-care because I do identify as a girl. But please know that this can be for the he's, the they's, the she's, and the gays, okay? Anybody can follow this. I know I'm going to title it that girl spring self-care because that is what is on trend and it gets more people looking at our podcast, but just know that this is for anyone. It doesn't matter how you identify. This is for all y'all. So spring self-care. I have categories. She came prepared. She came planned. I've got your outside stuff. I've got body care. I've got foods and I've got the home. And I'm just going to share with you all of my springtime self-care because listen, I'm a Taurus sun and I feel like my true essence, like your sun sign is not the most important in astrology. Please know that like, yes, you might identify as an Aries or a Virgo or a Taurus, but from a professional astrologer, ding, ding, that's me. Uh, your rising sign is really more important because that's how you actually walk through life. But the sun sign is your essence, right? It is like, When I think about being a Taurus sun, the essence that is me, like I exude luxury energy. I just do. I exude rich energy. That is to me like Taurus. When a Taurus is thriving, they exude luxurious energy, like sensual energy. And I don't mean sensual. I feel like the word sensual gets convoluted a lot and people tie it in with like sexual. No. Sensual is literally just an experience that touches all of the senses. So taste, sight, touch, smell, uh, what's the one, uh, sound, right? Uh, it's something that just like pleasures all of the senses. That is the energy Chloe Taylor brings to the table. So, uh, in this luxurious energy, you know that I'm the queen of self-care. Okay. I feel like all of my twenties for the most part, I spent not really taking care of myself very well. And 30 is a whole different bitch. Okay. 30. And if you are in your twenties, like take notes because I feel like I wish I had done more of this shit earlier in my life. And now that I'm like in my selfish girl era, in my self-care era, in my, I have boundaries and I don't give a fuck era. 
um, in my I love myself era. I just, I feel like I have all the tips, tricks, and like goodness to share with you. So consider this episode your like dose of ideas for springtime self-care. And some of these things might work for you. Some of them might be nothing that sounds good to you. And that is 110% okay. My energy is not for everyone. Um, I will link everything that I can down below. If I talk about anything that's like a product, please know that aside from ads that run on my podcast, like naturally through my, uh, basically through like my hosting service, they run ads that help to support the podcast. But outside of that, at this point in time, Chloe Taylor's podcast does not have sponsors. So this episode is not sponsored, but I will provide affiliate links if I have them, uh, because that does support me, but I'm not like, none of this shit is somebody else's opinion. This is Chloe Taylor's opinion only. (laughs) This is not sponsored basically is what I'm trying to say. So let's just dive in. Okay. Let's just, I want to start with the outside. So I wanted this to be its own category because I do feel, and I am talking about spring. I know for some of you it's autumn. So just take what resonates and leave the rest. But I wanted to start with the outside stuff first, like outside the home, because I feel like for the first time in my adult life, I am really honoring the seasons better. Like I am no longer in my summer era 24 seven. I am allowing rest in the winter. I am planting new seeds in the spring. I am working through that harvest in the summer and enjoying life. And in the autumn, I'm also reaping that harvest again, but I'm also allowing more like fun activities, joy gathering. And then in the winter she's resting. So I feel like that in mind, I have really dug in this year and been like, what seeds do I want to cultivate in my life? Because, and this does coincide, like I said, with episode 131. So if you want to know more about like doing the work of cultivating seeds of planting intentions, the work that it will take and basically your tips and tricks to doing that, definitely check out that episode after this one. But I feel like... In this, self-care is such a major part of my, like, personal wellness. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, Trinity Tondelier from the Wellness Cafe really inspired me with this in the sense that I heard it first on her podcast, and I was like, you know what? She's fucking right, and I am going to scream it a little louder for those in the back that need to hear it. But people like to shit on self-care and be like, ah, I'm that face mask doesn't do shit. Yes, it does. (laughs) I'm not saying that putting on a face mask is going to like magically cure your depression and your anxiety because it won't. But when you love on yourself and give to yourself in ways that feel good, yes, it does work. Yes, it does feel good. No, it's not going to cure your mental health problems, but it does feel good to give to yourself abundantly. And I just want to share all that today. So um, before we get in, of course, I want to do a little shout out to y'all. So if you don't know, my goal for 2023 is to reach a million listeners on the podcast. We are almost at, I want to say 200K. Last time I checked, we were at 196K listeners. 
uh, or like downloads basically, I would really like to see that number hit a million by the end of the year. So Uh, This is the moment where I shout you out for engaging with the podcast. So this comes from the Spotify app where uh, you can like interact with the episodes, this one included down below. And I ask you what you thought of the episode and I read every single one of those comments. So definitely leave a response. If you're on Apple, you can leave a review. Um, I do include Apple reviews periodically. I just don't get them as frequently, but I do always look for them. So if you are on Apple, please consider leaving a review and, uh, uh, that I also like shout those out too, but today's episode shout out comes from Leah Ratliff. And I hope I said that right. And they said, I'm so excited for this new moon. March in general has been so amazing with the transits for me personally. I just came out of my Saturn return too. And don't get me started on Mars and Gemini. So this was from episode 130, which was the Aries new moon episode. And I just want to say thank you so much, Leah. And I hope you had a fantastic new moon. I hope you're feeling good now that Mars is in cancer. Thank you so much for leaving feedback on my episode. And if you want to be featured, please make sure to leave a review, interact with the podcast if you're on Spotify, and uh, know that I view all of those. (laughs) And on top of that, if you would like to support this even more, if you know somebody that you think would enjoy this podcast, that it would help them, please consider sharing it. That puts the word out more. Like word of mouth is always going to be like queen or king. It's always going to be the best. So if you feel like this episode would help somebody or you have an episode that I have in mind that would, please consider sharing it with somebody that you know, because it really does help me grow and continue to be seen and to reach those million people. And the last thing I want to say on that is that it's not about just hitting a million and like, Oh, that's amazing that I can do that. It's my intention is that I will literally help a million people like with this podcast. That's all I want to do is help. So I just want to help a million people. That would mean the world to me if I could do that, if I could expand that way. So definitely consider it and let's get back into the episode. So Like I said, we're going to talk about the outside stuff first, like literally at my home. So this is the first year of my adult life that I rent a house and I actually have outdoor like features to my home. I have a huge deck that faces the ocean and like literally a dream come true. And this is the first year of many, I hope, that I actually have space to have like a true outdoor space. You know, I had a cute little balcony off my last apartment, but she was not much. Uh, I did what I could with her, but we have come with the self-care fucking upgrades for the outdoor in the springtime. Let me just tell you, I've been dying to talk about this on the podcast, by the way, for the last like three episodes, I've wanted to talk about this specifically because I feel like I have so much to say about this. Um, I've even considered making like a, uh, what's the, like a vlog for Patreon on this topic because it was, it's been so life changing that I was like, everybody that has the space for one of these needs one of these. But, uh, for my outdoor space, the number one thing, and I like, I will link it down below. Yes, it does cost. I'm not going to lie to you. It's an investment for sure. But I feel like it's a hell of a lot cheaper than going like the built in route. You're going to spend like up to like $14,000 versus like 300. So, uh, 
<laughs> I purchased and I have had no regrets. I purchased an inflatable hot tub, uh, for my deck on at my house. And let me just tell you, it has changed. It has revolutionized my life. So originally I, we're going to take a little story with this one. I wanted to buy a bathtub that I could like pop up and put on my deck periodically to like bathe under the moonlight. Right. I didn't really care. Like I don't take baths to get clean. I prefer a shower to get clean. I've just never seen the like goodness of sitting in your filthy water to get clean. That's just always kind of grossed me out. Baths I've only ever used for relaxation. So my first intention was I'm going to put a little like bath that I can just like set up out there. Cause where I live, it's very dark. Like where I live, there is not a lot of light pollution. My neighborhood goes to bed early. I can literally be full nudity on my deck and nobody would know. Like it's just where I live, how much space I have, nobody would know. So my original intention, like I said, was to have like a bath out there that I could under the full moon, just like get a little naked outside time. You know, no, I see nothing wrong with this. I always tell y'all that I came here to be a goddess with my tits out eating fruit. And I don't know what the fuck all this other shit is on this planet. I don't know about these social security numbers, these credit scores. I literally came here to be a goddess with my tits out eating fruit. Okay. The food grows out of the ground. The water is abundant. So I'm just trying to get back there in any way that I can. And so that was my first thought. And then I was like, dang, this house is so cool. It, you know, what would elevate this house getting a built-in hot tub, like one of those, like above ground, but you like, you know, you put like a concrete slab down. So I looked into it and I was like, what would that actually cost? Could I get approval for that? Cause I rent my house and I was like, ah, you know, like maybe like year three of renting, I could like take this to my landlord and be like, look, I will pay for it. I will contract it. It's literally only going to add value to your house. And then after I decided like that wasn't going to happen for a while, I, I, I got advertised an inflatable hot tub and I was like, excuse me, you mean you can just buy one of these that fucking blows up like with air? What? So I start looking and let me tell you, I have the hyperfixation, the ADHD hyperfixation that happened. I watched every, like literally every video on YouTube that can be watched on these things. I have watched it every like spa chemical video and how to care for one of these. I have watched it. I literally went on like a 10 day binge of just like consuming spa content and I wouldn't say that I'm an expert. I do think there's a learning curve, but I feel like I'm pretty good. Like I've had this thing now for like fully set up, I think for over a week, there was one day where the water started to turn green, but we fixed her right as rain by the next day. So I feel like I'm a little bit of an expert. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm getting good at like managing the chemicals in it, but let me just tell you, I was like, a bath doesn't make sense because I don't like to take baths to get clean anyway. I just want to sit in the bath. And so I was like a hot tub that makes so much sense. So any hoot, I purchased it. Best purchase of my life. I don't know how I went so long without this thing. And I'm just out here living my best life. Like I get the best sleep of my life when I use the hot tub before bed. Like obviously I still go inside and like shower afterwards, get the chemicals off my body, especially now that 
I feel like this is a really rude way to say this, but I feel like now that I own a spa, like I have met the cow. Like, you know how they say like, oh, like, you know, you only want to eat the hamburger until you've looked the cow in the eyes. Like that's how I feel about spa chemicals. Now that I have seen the cow, I have seen how much chemicals goes in that shit. Uh, no, you will not like as a kid, I used to like go swimming and then just go to bed because gross little human. But now that I've seen how much shit actually goes into that shower every time, every single time, uh, just, yeah, I always get in the shower and then I like go to bed and I sleep so good, especially as somebody with chronic pain. Like I deal with a lot of that because I struggle with uh, a few different autoimmune diseases and it just like soothes all of my muscles. And I also, because there isn't a ton of light pollution where I live, when it's a clear night, I get to just sit out there and see all of the stars and it's beautiful. And if I'm not stargazing, I'm sitting out there and like, it might be raining a little bit. And like, there's like a small portion of my hot tub that's covered so I can like keep my head dry, like my hair dry. But then like the rest of my body, if I want to put my feet out, they get like kissed by little raindrops and it is bliss. Okay. It is complete bliss. And just, if you have the space for it, I'm telling you, check it out. Just check it out. I will link all of the stuff that I have for my spa down below that I have felt like was necessary. It is a commitment. It is something that you're going to have to like monitor. It is a responsibility. Like you have to be monitoring those chemicals. I would say if you're using it every day, then every single day. But if like basically like every few days I'm checking on it, like it's like trying to balance a really fancy aquarium. <laughs> so it is a responsibility, but it, it has been worth its weight in gold. Like I have used it almost every night since getting it. And it has transformed my self-care routine. I feel like a different person. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? The hot tub ownership was it. Now, the other thing for outdoor stuff, uh, like I said, I'll link whatever I can, but we have had beautiful, beautiful weather in Washington over the last week. Like we had a couple of days that hit 60 degrees in March. That is unfucking heard of. Usually it's still frigid at this time of year and the sun has been out. I've had to put sunscreen on. Like, I mean, obviously we're always putting our face sunscreen on, but I feel like even like my arms and stuff, like I've put on like sundresses and sat out on my porch and drank coffee because it has just been so nice. And because of this, I'm a ginger y'all. I am a natural redhead. So you know that my ass cannot sit in the sun for extended periods of time. I will burn. So, uh, we did get a little umbrella moment, uh, for the porch. I, we got one with like a nice little stand. I'll link the same one that I have down below. If you're looking for one, I feel like it's a good quality one. I got it on sale. Um, it was originally like I want to say the umbrella was like 140 and then the stand was another 60 originally, but we paid for the whole thing. I want to say for like a hundred bucks, like everything was on sale. And I feel like right now is a good time. If you're like preparing for summer after spring, it's a good time to get this stuff. If you're looking for it. Um, I already had tables and chairs. I, like I said, I can link some of my stuff down below if you're curious, but that's like my outdoor stuff. Okay. I feel like for spring, the weather has been finally nice enough to spend time outside and it's the vibe. I also feel like 
If you're somebody that likes to garden, this would be the time to actually start garden planning and like putting in the work for that or flower planting, uh, just anything that is going to get you in that springtime mood. We're finally ready. Like it is the time. It is the moment. And I just feel like outdoor spaces, I feel like they are something that is so highly underrated. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a little nature loving queen, but I didn't know until I had an outdoor space, how much I was missing out on. I was like, wow, you mean if I want to touch grass, I can just go to my front yard. You mean if I want to get some sunlight when I get it, because you know, Washington is not always sunny when I get it, I can just go sit on my porch and get that. Like, wow. (laughs) simple, maybe silly, but I would like, I feel like I didn't realize what a good thing I was missing out on until I had the space for it. So if you have like even anything, if you got a little balcony, if all you have is like your, like a window that you can open up and sit in front of, make that area like cute and like clean it out, clean it out, make it cute, make it your little sunspot, your little area where you're going to like be one with nature. So The next area we're going to talk about is body care. So springtime body care. Okay. This is going to be mainly like your, your skincare, if you will, your skincare and a few other things. So number one, I know I recommend these all the time, but they're just so fucking good that it doesn't really matter what season it is. They're always going to be hitting. And you know, it's my Peter Thomas Roth eye jellies. You know, my favorite ones are the hydro boost ones. Uh, I, you know why I like them? And my bestie pointed this out to me when she visited recently, cause I let her try mine. My bestie pointed this out to me that they are really awesome. If you have sensitive skin, because a lot of the eye jellies on the market, like Pacifica or, um, who else Pacifica's one that like Bella Ella or whatever that target makes, uh, a lot of those like store brand ones, don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with that. We're, there is nothing wrong with a queen on a budget. Okay. But what I have noticed is that they hurt my skin, like the store brand or like the lower, uh, priced brands. I just haven't found one that doesn't irritate my skin. I wish I had a more budget friendly option for you, but I don't. And <clears throat> In luxurious fashion, the Peter Thomas Roth eye jellies are it, especially the Hydro Boost ones. I have insanely sensitive skin. I have not only Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, but like my skin is just like very paper thin. Like I have very thin skin and it's very, 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 very sensitive. And those are the only, those and the 24 karat gold ones I also like. Um, I've actually tried all of their eye jellies. They're all good, but the hydro boost are my favorite and they just like, I put them in my little skincare fridge. You could keep them in your fridge. You don't have to refrigerate them, but I like them cold and I feel like they just, they feel good all the time. They are always the right choice. They don't irritate my skin and we love her. She is the moment. So, uh, those for sure under body care items, I'm always going to recommend The next thing is one that I don't think we've ever talked about, and that is going to be sunscreen. Okay. Sunscreen for the face specifically. I mean, for your body too, if you are a ginger like me, but I find that especially for sensitive, my sensitive skin babies. Okay. 
you cannot just be putting like, um, you can't just be taking like the spray sport SPF on your face. It burns. It burns my face. I cannot do that. My face skin is too sensitive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And the sunscreen that I have been absolutely loving. She is a little bit pricier. Uh, probably because she's brand name. I'm sure there are others out there on the market. I just found one that finally worked and I am not willing to keep testing. Um, I get the hundred SPF because I am a pale faced, like I I'm like, girl, she's white. I'm literally whiter than white. That's just what happens when you have red hair. You are very fair skinned. And because of that, when it comes to sunscreen, she needs the 100 SPF. You can get it in different SPFs, but I use the 100. Now, just know that when it comes to how much, like is it a 45, a 15, a 25, a 100, it doesn't mean that the sunscreen is stronger. It means that it's about like the time that you can wear that sunscreen before you need to reapply. So I want to say the hundred is literally like a hundred minutes. So, but I think they say like every two hours, like reapply. So, uh, when it comes to sunscreen though, my fave is the La Roche Posay. That's how you say it. The hundred SPF it's, I want to say it's good for the whole body as well, but I just buy the one for the face. Uh, I love her. We put her on in the morning, whether we are going out in the sun or not, because even when it's cloudy, you're still exposed to those like harsh rays. So even like through the window, like it's sunscreen is so ridiculously important for your skin. And you want to take that from the forehead all the way down to like the tops of your boobies. Like you want to go from top down. It's not just a like you always want to drag any skincare that you're using down, like over the shoulders, over the decolletage, down to like literally the tops of your breasts. You want to pull it down because like also why would you not? Like if you have excess on your hands, just bring it down the body a little bit. So we're protecting the skin. Uh, and I'm putting this in spring, even though I feel like this really could be a year round thing, but I feel like in spring with how amazing the weather has been, I've been outside so much that it has been an absolute necessity. The next thing is going to be a hat for me. 
sun's out, bun's out. So uh, I really like, I have a few options for you. I'm going to try my best to make sure I get all of the links. One of them is a visor that I just think is cute, but it's like a wraparound visor. So you can clip your hair up in the top. Like, you know how you want your hair out of your face, but you want to wear a cute hat and it's like, ah, oh, the clip doesn't fit under my hat. Well, we have options for that. So this one just like wraps around and it's like a cute little visor, but looks like a full on hat, but you can still wear your hair up in a bun or a clip. And it's just, it is the moment. So, um, a hat. Uh, I also love my sun hats from Target. I have a couple of them. I have a little black one that I call, if I can find it, I really will link it. I call it my Meredith Blake hat from The Parent Trap. If y'all remember Meredith Blake, the evil stepmom, because I always tell my husband, this is my rich wife hat, not a rich man's wife, a rich wife. This is my rich wife and like send those brats to boarding school hat. <laughs> So it just, it gives me rich, confident energy. And it's just like a little black sun hat. Uh, and then I have another one that I also got from Target last year. That's just like a bigger brimmed sun hat. That's cute. So we are here for sun hats. We are here for protecting the skin from the sun and we love her. She's cute. So a few different hat options. And the last thing on body care for me, I, I put the, these under body care. Cause I feel like they're things that you just would wear. Um, is going to be the sunnies for me, the sunglasses. Okay. I know that those like 90s styled sunnies are in. I'm not into it. I'm a classic. Chloe Taylor is a Chanel. I do not own Chanel sunglasses at this time, but I feel like style wise, I'm classic. She's classic. Um, when I did fashion in school, like there was a time period where I studied fashion for a little bit. I'm literally like the Jack of all trades, y'all. I've done so much shit in my life. Um, when I took fashion for a couple of years though, that was something that I learned about myself is my fashion style is one part gammon, which is like, to me, it's almost like punk rock kind of out there, not afraid to like do dramatic things, but it's also um, romantic. So there's like young romantic, romantic gammon. And I want to say it's like urban or something. There's probably more than that now because I took fashion a long time ago, but I just remember that my fashion teacher after like really looking over my shit, she was like, what do you think you are? And I told her I thought gammon and she was like, it's both. You can be too. She told me that I was romantic and gammon. Cause on one hand I was really like classic and vintagey. And like, I loved like silks and really like structured things and tradition. But on the other hand, I really loved like hot pink hair and like really making a bold statement with the way that I look. So I'm not really into the 90s sunnies right now. I used to be in the 90s, but when it comes to now, I just love a classic looking big sunglass, okay? I feel like I have a specific taste and I don't think it has ever changed since I hit like 25. So for the last almost seven years, it has been the same. And I really like to get my sunglasses from Firmu. I don't think I have an, like a affiliate code for them. But if I do, I will put it down there. Uh, this is literally just from my own experience. I love their glasses. It's where I get all of my seeing glasses as well. But 
We love prescription sunnies in this house. I have a pair of prescription sunglasses from them and they are one of the best purchases that I have ever made. Like if you are not a contact wearing person, but you want to wear sunnies, do yourself a favor. They're not expensive either. Like Firmu, all of their glasses are cheap. They have like, I want to say I got two pairs for 30 bucks, like seeing glasses and they're cute and they're like good quality. Uh, and my sunglasses that are prescription from them, I want to say I might've paid like $40 for those. Like they costed a little more probably cause I didn't have a coupon code at the time, but they make good stuff. I've always been very pleased with the things that I've received and prescription sunnies are the vibe. Okay. We're not out here to put our sunglasses over our reading glasses. And also I don't want to be poking my eyeball with contacts all the time. So actually I don't even have contacts. I would like them. I just don't have them yet. That's something that will come. It's on my vision board for 2023, but sunnies, sunnies are the moment. Take yourself to get some new sunnies, whether it's online or not. I'll link Firmu optical down below, but like even just going to Target and looking at their sunnies. They have some cute ones. The cover of the podcast, my red sunglasses that I'm wearing on the cover, I got those at Target for like $10. So super cute. Get you some new sunnies, whether they look like they're from the 90s or not. I like those big classy sunnies. I'll try to link my exact ones down below, but do you. All right, we're moving on to food. What are the foods for the springtime? What is Chloe loving? Does she have recipes for you? Yes, she does. So number one, mocktails. It is mocktail girl spring. I love a good drink, okay? I'm not shy about that. I love my espresso martinis. I actually have a cocktail for you on here too. I love my espresso martinis. I love a wine. I love a champagne. Um, over the spring equinox. I love champagne mixed with St. Germain, the elderflower liqueur. Oh my gosh. Delicious. We love alcohol in this house. However, not all the time. Sometimes we like to be a hydrated woman. Actually 99.99999% of the time I like to be a hydrated woman. So uh, when it comes to that, mocktails are the answer. I'm going to tell you a little secret. This is the only formula you need for a mocktail. Okay. Any kind of juice doesn't matter if it's that seven power of purple watermelon juice, peach juice, uh, doesn't matter any kind of juice, any kind of juice you like it's half juice, no matter what the glass size is half juice, half sparkling water. And you could mess with those ratios. If you want it to be less bubbly, add more juice. If you want it more bubbly, add more sparkling water. And then some kind of fruit. So I really like doing half of a lime squeezed in or half of a lemon squeezed in, but you could do anything. You could put some little peach pieces in there. You could muddle some blackberries at the bottom of the cup. You can literally do anything. Super easy though. That's really all it takes is like half water, half juice. You could also do um, lemon lime soda instead of sparkling water. If you want to add a little oomph to it, like uh, I like the nomosa. That's what it's called. Nomosas are just like Sierra mist or Sprite. And then like a few splashes of orange juice, pretty delicious. 
but yes, it's mocktail girl spring. And if you want to be a hydrated woman, mocktails are where it's at. Um, I am a big lover. Like, even though I love alcohol, I love mocktails. Like I just like feeling fancy. And sometimes that's a mocktail in a cute glass. The next drink of the moment for like food section is a G and T. Okay. She's basic. She's an oldie. She's a favorite. It is my drink of choice for spring. It is so fresh tasting. It is so, it is just a delight. Okay. Let me tell you what's in it. Literally two ounces of gin. So any kind of gin, I like Tangeray. I like Empress gin. If you can get it, that one's really good. Um, I don't know if like the brand is called Empress, like a few people might make Empress gin, but Empress gin is just gin that they also put butterfly pea tea in. So it's purple and that shit is delicious. Empress gin is where it's at. Um, so either one, any kind of gin, Tangeray is the one that I've been drinking, but, um, or Empress it's two ounces of that into a glass with ice. You want to peel a few slices of lemon rind. So you're going to peel a lemon a little bit. You're going to kind of like squeeze the rind a little bit over your glass and then also rim your glass with that rind. So you have that fresh lemon zest. Drop the lemon peel in the glass with the gin. And then you're going to top the whole thing with quinine water. So this is like sparkling water with quinine, tonic water, if you will. Quinine, I don't even know what quinine is, but it tastes lemony. So, um, this drink, I don't know why more people do not talk about the gin and tonic because gin and tonic tastes like a fucking soda. It doesn't, to me, it is the alcohol for people that don't like alcohol. If you do not like the taste of alcohol, you will like gin. Gin to me doesn't taste like alcohol. A gin and tonic tastes like a soda. Um, if you mix like gin and juice, it literally just tastes like juice. It's like the get you fucked up alcohol because you're going to be like, I don't even taste it. Uh, but I love a gin and tonic. Ugh, me and my jacuzzi with a gin and tonic. Oh, Chile. It's the vibe for the spring. Uh, so G and T is the cocktail of the moment. Uh, another drink. I have a third drink for you for the spring, non-alcoholic. Uh, it's just going to be coconut water. Uh, I know coconut is coconut is not everybody's vibe. Coconut water is the moment. She is the vibe and she is so hydrating. Uh, coconut water. I like to just get whatever is like the freshest. So you could just go get a coconut, bust her open, have the juice. Uh, but I also like, I think it's called like the honest coconut or something. That one is really good. Uh, I try to stay away from any coconut waters that I see with additives. Like I don't want added sugar. I don't want, when it comes to any juice, I'm kind of like that. I just want the sugars from the juices. So delicious, delicious. I just like it. It's a good vibe. It feels very like springy, summery to me. And she's the moment. Now, the next food item, I can't believe I didn't know about this. Uh, especially because you know that I'm a Trader Joe's, a little Trader Joe's loving slut. Um, slut lovingly, we're taking the word back. I actually enjoy that word. I don't take it as a diss if somebody calls me a slut. Uh, but I'm never meaning offense with it. Lovingly, loving slut. Um, I'm a little Trader Joe's loving slut. And I can't believe I didn't know. I took my bestie to Trader Joe's and she bought them. And now every time I go, I have to buy like four boxes because... 
They're just so good. In the frozen section at Trader Joe's, you are not thriving unless you are buying the macarons. So some people pronounce it macaroon, but it's technically a macaron. Macaroon is like the coconut things. Those are different. Macarons are those little French cookies that have a filling and like the outside has kind of a crunch to it. Oh my goddess. I want to say it comes with like 12 cookies. It comes with lemon, salted caramel, coconut, pistachio, uh, apricot and fig. Yeah. Two of every, two of each of those. And the pistachio and coconut are the best ones and the apricot hands down. The rest are pretty good too, but those are like, my favorite is the pistachio ones in there. Like they could give me a whole box of just pistachio and I would be ecstatic. I like them because not only do I feel like they're cheap for what they are, you get 12 for like $5, but they're small. Like I feel like macarons usually are like pretty big and I like them because it takes two bites to eat them. And they're just these, they're tinier than what I'm used to seeing at like other stores. And I enjoy that. I think they're the perfect size. So macarons are where it's at. We love her. She's fancy. She is the moment. She stays in the freezer too. So when you're ready to eat them, you just take them out and let them sit for like three to five minutes and they're perfect. And they can stay in the freezer for like, not ever, obviously they'll go bad eventually, but I feel like they just like stay fresh because they're a frozen dessert that you just like thaw a little bit and they're so good. There's you like, you will thank me, but also I'm sorry because now you're going to have to buy them every time you go. And so uh, I'm sorry, but you're welcome. And the last thing I have for you when it comes to foods is this dressing. Okay. This dressing, I'm going to have to read it to you. I will do my best to either put it. I would really like to put it on my website and then like have a link for you, but we'll see about that. Um, this dressing. Okay. This dressing is the business and it was actually my best friend made it while she was here. And it blew my mind so hard that I was like, this must be shared. This is such a great recipe. I want to put this on everything. Uh, so it's, it could be a salad dressing. What we were doing with it was making fries. Like basically I was doing like sweet chicken that I made in the crock pot with Rotel and brown sugar and putting that on top of French fries with cheese, like cheddar, you could do vegan, whatever, uh, cheese on top, this dressing, cut up tomatoes, cut up jalapenos and avocado. Oh, my Lanta. Incredible. It was like nacho fries, but better because this dressing, you could put it on anything and it's delicious. So, uh, let me tell you what's in it. It's just like, I have a batch sitting in my fridge right now and I don't know what I want to put it on, but delicious. It's so freaking good. So here's what it is. Literally, you just need a good blender, like a high powered blender, and you just put all this stuff in it. And there, this is the vibe. So it's a cup of mayonnaise. I really like the primal mayonnaise because there it's literally just eggs, like eggs. And I think olive oil, there's no other bullshit in it. Um, one cup of mayo, three fourths cup of buttercream, which this originally, I think it was supposed to be buttermilk, but 
we, in my house, we don't do dairy milk. Like we only do dairy free. So, uh, we did ripple, which is something you can get at like a lot of grocery stores. Ripple's like a plant-based heavy cream. And we did plant-based yogurt, but a plain, plain plant-based yogurt. And that's what we used as like the quote unquote buttermilk. Uh, and it, it worked really well. One ranch seasoning packet, and you can use the Hidden Valley one. We used one that was dairy-free. Uh, three tomatillos, or I think that's how you say that, tomatillos. Tomat Did I seriously just say tomatillo? What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm sorry. My husband is 100% Chicano, like 100% Hispanic. I cannot believe I just said tomatillo on this podcast. Tomatillo. Um, three tomatillos cut into large chunks and, uh, one or two fresh jalapenos without the seeds. I feel like my friend made this. I feel like when I make it, I'll probably leave some of the seeds in cause that's where the heat is. And I like stuff spicy two to three cloves of garlic, salt to taste. Uh, and then you also want to put in a bunch of cilantro, just like just a bunch. Like it doesn't have to be like a whole bunch of it, but like meaning like half of the bunch, like not like the whole thing that you buy at the grocery store. You want to do like maybe half of that. Uh, and then one or two limes or lemons or a combo of both, just like the juice of them. Uh, it's up to you. I would say go with just limes. That's just my personal preference, but you could do lemons too. And then once you blend this, you want to let it sit in the fridge for like two to four hours because it's going to thicken as it sits. And I, I swear to you, you will eat anything with this shit on it. It is so good. And there's like, especially if you make it the plant-based way or like the dairy-free way, there is nothing in this dressing that is like harmful. And like, obviously it's going to differ from diet to diet. You can do it the dairy full way if you want to as well. But I feel like it's really good for like, even being like anti-inflammatory because you don't need to buy anything that has a bunch of like additives in it. You can make it really clean. You can customize it. And I swear to you, it makes everything delicious. Like put it on a salad, put it on French fries, put it on on just normal ass potatoes, put it on, um, you could probably put it on pasta and it would be delicious. You could put it on a rice bowl and it would be delicious. It makes everything delicious. So that's the recipe for the moment. And the last category I have for you is the home, basically just self-care items, concepts, things for getting your home ready for spring. I know we kind of talked about the outside area, but I wanted to do like an inside the home as well. So number one, of course, in spring fashion, it's going to be the flowers for me. So <laughs> flowers are out in such abundance right now. Like where I live, obviously go with what is local for you, but where I live right now, now daffodils are in insane abundance. Like you can get 10 stems for $2 right now. So I would just go and get like 30 daffodil stems and then put some in the kitchen, some in my bedroom, some in my office. And it cost me like $6 to do that. Um, I also am a big fan of, if you live in Washington, go to the Pike Place Market in the middle of the week when it's less crowded. Do not go on a weekend because it's always crowded. Go like, I would say maybe around like 
3 p.m. when things kind of start to slow down because it's busier in the morning and pick up some flowers. I got this bouquet at the Pike Place Market in Seattle last weekend that it was $25, but it is the biggest bouquet I have ever had in my life. Like it's full of tulips. It's full of daffodils. It's full of all this greenery and these little blue plants. Like one of the most is literally, I think the most beautiful bouquet I've ever been given. And it was $25. Like that might be a lot for someone to spend on flowers, but I felt like for how big it was, it was way better than going to like my grocery store and spending $60 on a floral arrangement. Like it felt like a full blown arrangement, but just so much cheaper. So Pike place market, it's like the famous market in Seattle. If you live in the Washington area in the Seattle area, you best be getting your flowers at the Pike place market. Cause they're gorgeous. Uh, absolutely stunning. I feel like springtime is such a way to like bring the florals into the home as well, because it's a way of like celebrating spring. Now, the next thing I'm going to tell y'all is clean out that closet. Okay. Whether you are putting the winter clothes away, pulling the spring clothes out, doesn't really matter. Just make sure that you are cycling clothes or like maybe you have a bunch of stuff that you just don't really wear and you need to get rid of things. I am a big fan of not only thrift shopping for clothes, but also doing closet cleanouts once per season. Because even if I've just been gifted a bunch of clothes, I feel like there usually are things that I just don't wear. And ideally, I would like to get to a place in my life where I don't really have to do this very frequently and I wear every article of clothing that I have in my closet, but I'm not there yet. And I do feel like seasonally I have to clean my closet out. So I would say just like, especially go through the stuff that's still on your hangers. Even if you have a lot of like dirty clothes right now, you know, the stuff that is hanging, a lot of it, you're not wearing because it's not dirty, right? You're not constantly washing it. And maybe you're somebody that does all your laundry on a weekly basis and you're fucking superhuman and you need to teach me how to do that shit. But I feel like I just go through my stuff on my hangers and anything that I'm not consciously wearing, I'm getting rid of it. So clothing clean out. Good for you. Good for you. Good for your lifestyle. Good for your home. The next thing I'm going to say is prioritize sweeping, dusting, and mopping. Even if it's like the one time a year that you do it, which don't get me wrong. I understand that you're probably supposed to dust like every week. How many of us actually do that? I like a clean space, but I'm not dusting every single week. In fact, I kind of hate dusting. Spring cleaning, even when you're trying to bring newness into your life, I swear to you, if you're trying to manifest a thing or like more money or more opportunity, if you actually give your home a good deep clean, like getting the baseboards, dusting behind the TV, dusting things that just like haven't been touched in like a year, I promise you set the intention, get to cleaning, the opportunity will come. It is such a great way of like moving energy and making space for new energy to come into your life. So try it. I feel like even magically speaking, that shit works. And the last thing I'm going to say for in the home is going to be orange essential oil. 
Um, I know not everybody is into the essential oil stuff. I'm only like kind of in it. I don't like religiously use my diffuser, but I do feel like during the springtime, I want orange. I know orange could also be considered like a summer scent, but if you didn't know about this, if you didn't know this about me, uh, I grew up in a town as a child that for like the first 18 years of my life, actually. So like into my adolescence, I grew up in a town that was known for its orange groves. And so every time that the orange, like the orange trees start blossoming, you just smell it in the air all over the town. And so like, I don't know, it just gives me like springy summery vibes and I, I just love it. So I've been diffusing a lot of orange oil and it just puts me in like a positive, happy mood. Like I really do believe in aromatherapy. I think it does work. And to me, orange, just like it, ha it carries the energy of like joy. And now obviously if you fucking hate the smell of orange, pick something else for yourself. But for me, it's going to be orange all the way. It's a happy smell. I like it. It smells clean, but also like just delightful and joyful. So, uh, diffusing orange oil. I like that in my home. It feels very springy and like a good little spring reset. It's a great departure from, eucalyptus or like, uh, the immunity boost that I like, or the stress away boost or yeah, the stress away oil that I like, uh, orange is just like a nice departure. So yeah, that is what I have for self-care. We kind of did the, the soul and the mind work in the previous episode, episode 131. So for this episode, I wanted to just take you through like some other avenues. So I hope this was interesting. I know y'all are always asking me about like self-care and doing good things for yourself. All of the links for everything will be down below if you're interested. Like I said, some of those will be affiliate, but like nothing is sponsored. It's literally just what I think of these things. So uh, um, also, if you're looking for a good diffuser and a good oil company, I'll make sure that I link those things down below for you too. If just if you're looking, I always am trying to help somebody out. <laughs> and I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for spreading the word on the podcast. We really are experiencing a lot of really like healthy growth on the podcast right now. And I just feel really lucky and really fortunate. So thank you to all of you that are healthy helping to get this podcast seen and put it out there. It means a lot to me. And don't forget to check out my Patreon if you want to support this podcast and also follow me around the web. I'm at Chloe Taylor everywhere. And I will talk to you next Monday. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Bye.